Betsy has something to say. Sid Woods Brooks, one of our board members. <laughs> Her heart on her sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, we just want to thank you, tell you how much we love you and appreciate you and wish you so much joy. And on behalf of the Board of Trustees and your whole Unity family, a small token of our appreciation. Yes. And it says, Reverend Sean Moninger, for 19 years of dedicated ministry, wisdom, guidance, friendship, humor, creativity, and principle. Thank you. Oh, I like this. Oh, there's a place to put it. Because <laughs> you get more stuff that gets to be smaller spaces. This is wonderful. I'll treasure this. Hold it up so we can see. Yay. Yay. So, David Friedman wrote this wonderful song for Bambi 2. And it is, uh, it goes. Aren't, we've done a 12th power series for the last 12 weeks. And we began with faith. Faith in the middle of the brain. And faith is our yes power. And we went from there to our will, our will, our willingness to apply what we've said yes to. You will sing in a second. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> and then understanding over behind the right eye, because understanding knows how to bring about this, what we're saying yes to. And, and then we get up here, imagination. I love imagination, our power of imagination, because it's, uh, it turns obstacles into opportunities, is how I see imagination functioning. It lets me see things differently than I otherwise would. And then we get around here to zeal, and Teresa did the talk on, on zeal, the way she did. But what zeal is, it's, it's my power. These are not magic powers. These are divine mind faculties within the seats of intelligence that the Fillmore's, uh, Unity's founders, uh, discovered within through meditation and through prayer. And the zeal, it allows me to be excited to be myself. You know, anytime I've ever wished I was somebody else, I realized, now I'm still the best me I'm going to find. And so I've always gone back to being okay with being me. I'm so glad. And then we get down here in the throat. Throat is uh, power. The power of power. Think of how powerful our words are and what the difference they, they have. The power to move mountains with our words. We get down here, love in the heart and wisdom in the solar plexus. And the two work together to create not a power but a function. And that function is discernment discern right from wrong, discern, to discern joy from misery, to discern, and then we get out here, there's an order here, here in the navel, and the order is there's always an order between what we think, what we say, and what we do. You'll always find there is a direct result between what we think, what we say, and what we do. Come around to the small of the back, and strength, strength is our power to be silent. It's the greatest asset of strength is to be still. It makes people crazy when you're still. Because you have this presentation of strength. You have this something that people don't understand unless they also apply it. And then you come down here and uh, the regenerate. No, no. Elimination. Elimination. Thank you. I'm trying to think. The bowels. <laughs> so it's called elimination, divine renunciation, which we talked about last week, releasing that which 
no longer is applicable for these newfound beings, these awakened beings we have become. And finally, in the regenerative organs, we find today's power, the 12th power, life. And David wrote this song, and you really should listen to it. Under the snow, beneath the frozen streams, there is life. You have to know, when nature sleeps, she dreams. There is life, and the colder the winter, the warmer the spring. Deeper the sorrow, the more our hearts sing. Even when you can't see it inside, everything, there is life. After the rain, the sun will reappear. There is life. After the pain, the joy will still be here. There is life, for it's out of the darkness that we learn to see, and out of the silence that songs come to be, and all that we dream of awaits patiently. Just when you thought that the icy cold would never end, it's spring. Just when you thought that you'd never hear the birds again, they sing. And the rivers will run, and the eagles will soar, and the flowers bloom brighter than ever before. New life is born, night turns to morning, there are blue skies, and your heart The smells, the sights, the sound There is life The love and adventure are waiting for you There's so much to learn and there's so much to do For now and for always there's one thing that's true There is life Forever That is David Friedman. If you haven't heard of him, you should find out. He's got good stuff. So, life, divine life, and it's—I—I I, I was thrilled. What I well, I didn't know today was going to be that day when I planned this to be life. Uh, but it's—it's it's perfect because you know life is life is more than the body. It's more than the physical, but it includes the physical. It, it's, there's life in the spiritual. There's a microorganism that's just alive everywhere and in everything and everyone. And, and, and so to, to embrace it. That's why that statement, today I choose life and I choose it more abundantly. 
got to look away from you. Uh, <laughs> Today I choose life. And, you know, but to choose, but imagine every nook and cranny of your being, your existence is uh, filled with life by your choosing, by you, how you choose life that you are responsible and accountable. Yeah, stuff comes up and stuff happens that sometimes we expect, sometimes we don't expect, sometimes we're hoping won't happen in spite of doing everything to make it happen or to make it not happen, it happens anyway. And, you know, it's, it's, I always say God is this big circle and I'm trying to get outside the circle to hide from God, you know, the way they did in the story of the Garden of Eden uh, after, after they, Created duality in their mind, and, and it says that God went looking for them. Two people, God couldn't find them, and uh, <laughs> and they're hiding in the garden because they're ashamed and they're embarrassed. They had, uh, they sought: Is there more than perfection? Is there more than God? Is there more than life? Is there more than? And they found out there's everything. There's God and within our consciousness. In our reality, there is only God, G-O-D, and it's this big circle, and we're in it all the time. And so I can try to go over here and sneak out of it, and the circle moves with me. Over here. And the circle moves with me. I'm never not in the circle, because remember, God's just a word we made up. It's just a word we made up in order to uh, describe the bigness that we cannot describe. Would you agree? <laughs> yes, yes you would. And, uh, but, but what's important is to pay attention to it as you go through the days and weeks and moments of your life to realize, okay, so God is just a word we're using to make up, because a lot of times I prefer the word love. I prefer the word love because I'm not trying to get anything from love. I forget sometimes that God is not a human being. God is not Santa Claus. And so, you know, I'm trying to get something from God. God, give me this. I know I don't have the consciousness for it, but so what? Give it to me anyway. My grandmother did. Why won't you? And, and, and to look at but with love, I, love just is. Love is here. It's always going to be. I'm not trying to get from love. I'm trying to acknowledge that I live in it. I seek to acknowledge I live in it in love and the more I know that the better I feel within my mind the better I feel within my body the better I feel as I walk this way the better I feel as I walk this way I glide really <laughs> <laughs> and, and and so to look at all that and say oh so I can choose how I perceive God. It's not that God is this way. It's how I choose to perceive it. I had, I went to places like Unity uh, to, to hear how other people did it, both ministers and practitioners did it. To, how, did, how do you see God? How do you? And then I got my own revelations when certain what I would call big events happened. My mother died and stuff. And, and suddenly I saw, oh, God's really big. I don't know what this means. I don't know what it means that my mother died. That's what God is. You don't know what God is. It means. You just know that it is. And you know it's big. 
And to describe it would be to limit it. And so, with all the experiences, this is December 31st of 2023. And the funny part is that doesn't mean anything. That has absolutely no meaning whatsoever. Take that with you today. December 31st, 2023 has no inherent meaning. It had, neither did December 31st, 2022. And the one before that, and the one before that. It, they have no meaning. I'm making it up. And I make it up based on how I feel. Ow, 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 ow. And, uh, and uh, oh, that feels nice. Oh, God is good. God loves me. What, and if I drop it, why is God so mad at me? <laughs> that would hurt my feelings if I broke that. And I would have to look into that and say, there's a message here. So I'll let the message be that I am so loved, I am leaving here with this intact today. <laughs> and so, with all the stuff that's going on around us, do you pay attention to what's going on in you? All the stuff that's going on in you, based on every thought, every thought of unhappiness, every thought of joy, every thought of every, you know, uh, it's... I look at our kitties, and I get such joy. And I go, oh, these amazing beings. Like I used to get when I looked at you. <laughs> 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 oh, that's awful. It's like I get again, actually, looking at you. Meow. <laughs> See, he stepped up to the plate. <laughs> <laughs> he is my biggest blessing that I have given to myself. That's the simplicity of it. He didn't give me the blessings. I gave myself a David Friedman. It was a good thing to give. And he can do batteries every so often. But, but, it's, uh, but so do I. So do I got to get wound up again. And uh, this thing that we've done here all these years, and I didn't do it on my own. He, without a title, co-ministered. Without needing the glory, he co-ministered. Uh, because you, a lot of you, he affected you directly. And then you don't know how he affected you indirectly from our home. But all of you have those co-ministers. Yeah, all of us do. We have a co-minister in our life. It may, might be a spouse. It might not be. But you have a co-minister. You may have hundreds of them. Sometimes it's the clerk in the grocery store. Sometimes it isn't. Uh, you know, sometimes it's the one driving down the street beside you. It's the one that smiles at you. It's the one that makes you look at it and say, do they hate me? But I've never met them. How could, why are they looking at me that way? That's what I'm misinterpreting. And so I, every day, I have an opportunity to choose life and choose it more abundantly. <coughs> Through the life within me. Charles Fillmore says that life is that expression of being which manifests as animation, activity, vigor, Life and substance are ideas in divine mind. 
Life is the acting principle. Substance is the thing acted upon. In the phenomenal world, life is the energy that propels all forms to action. Life is not in itself intelligent. It requires the directive power of an entity that knows where and how to apply its force in order to get the best results. That's why we need to keep studying. That's why we need to keep opening up our spiritual books with the proper teachers, with the co-study buddies, as it were, to get more out of it. It's why we need to, when we're on the street, when we're anywhere, to go within and talk to that highest aspect of mind within you and say, tell me what to think about this. Tell me how this is a blessing. I am willing to know. And then you have to ask yourself, am I? Yes. Am I willing to know that this is somehow a blessing? And if the answer is no, well, then you know where you stand. And if the answer is yes, then you know it's being revealed. And you may not know for a few hours what it means, or a few days, or a few weeks, but it'll be revealed if you want to know the blessings. You know, I, my childhood, lots of stuff happened in it. I learned somewhere along the way to call it blessings. The stuff that I didn't think were blessings. My adulthood, <coughs> which for me was my childhood in many ways, uh, took a while uh, to get, I just, I just got taller. And, uh, and, and so to, to look at that and say, oh, there's many things there one might not call a blessing. White mom might not think of as having advanced me in life, but it did. And all of you, if there's any place where your onset of life and less life, less abundant, confused you, wake up to it now and say, hmm, where's the blessing? I'm, and don't make it up. And don't ask why it happened. Why will never give you a true answer. You're going to have to make that up. But to go with it and say, okay, I know there's a blessing here. And the reason, the only reason you would want to know this is so that you can be more active and present in the living of this life amongst each other. And the, and the 12 steps, it's very clear the, the gift of being an alcoholic in recovery. It's to help another alcoholic in recovery. Our primary purpose is to stay sober and help another to achieve sobriety. Very clear, primary purpose. The reason for your blessed alcoholism is so that you can stay sober and help another and let the chain go on and on and on. And within that chain going on and on and on, wonderful friendships happen and wonderful relationships happen and clarity happens. And we get understanding not so much why, but understanding but always for the purpose of being one amongst others. Not being one over here, but one amongst others. And that's what's so important there within that. And that, look at our name here, unity. You'd think, it doesn't say separate. It doesn't say exclusivity. It doesn't say come and sit in individual chairs and don't talk to anybody. It'd be a long name, but you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> and so to, to look at this, it's a unity. Now, Charles Fillmore, Unity's co-founder, wanted to call it change. 
can you imagine that? I'm going to change this Sunday. <laughs> we're looked at like we're insane to begin with. <laughs> Try saying that one. Uh, uh, I'm going to unity. Because I, be, I want to be one spiritual seeker and finder amongst many spiritual seekers and finders. And so what's so important is to discover our blessings. Discover those things in our consciousness, those things in our, in our mind that uh, actually promote my embracing of life. Because I know there's many in here who have all but abandoned life, at, one, at least on the physical level, at one time or another. Because it was just too hard. It was just too hard to be you. It was just too hard to be me. And I didn't know what to do with that. And uh, pr pr praying had not occurred to me. There were many others. You know, finally it got so bad, I prayed. And then it got worse. I went to church. Somebody invited me to go to a church service. And I was already, you know, I was already doing such lovely things for myself. What the heck? Go to church. And up on that stage... Lincoln Center was a guy screaming out on a clear day you could see forever and I thought, show tunes. <laughs> I could go here. <laughs> and then the minister was funny and told me I was good. In God, I was good. And those of you who read my newsletter this week, I'm here to remind one more time, in God we are good and can't not be good. I don't have to like everything that's happening in my life. You know, I have preferences. Anybody? <laughs> we have preferences. But the instruction is be still and know. Use your power of strength here in the small of the back. Be still and know. I am good. In God, I am good. That means I don't have to hurt myself today. I don't have to hurt anyone else today. And I understand we, go, we get forgetful, but then we get back to remembering. So I don't have to hurt myself today. I don't have to hurt anyone else today. And it is likely that I will prosper. And it's funny, with, with this, in case you don't know, it is my last Sunday here. And about an affirmation came to me two weeks ago. I'd never heard it before. Don't know where it came from. But what I heard is that the, the universe has wonderful work for me to do and is willing to pay me well to do it. And I thought, oh, I like that. I like both parts of that. It's not, oh, I'm going to get make money. I, 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 I want, I like to do wonderful work. Anybody? And and I like being paid well. Anybody? <laughs> you know, I, I want to actively pr pr participate in the blessings, in the very blessings uh, that are available all the time. And, and so I said, and my fellow, my fellow, what was it, retirement party, whatever we want to call it, celebration party a couple of weeks ago. It was wonderful. The outpouring of love here was so wonderful. But it was also like being at my own funeral. <laughs> because with all this love came melancholy. You know, we're going to separate from each other for a while. Because that's what you do. When a minister leaves, you go away for a while so the church can find its feet. So that it can find its own vision. This is my vision. You need your own. And, and so, but today, we're still in my vision <laughs> that we have shared for 19 years. And today, 
we're going to do another extra spiritual exercise. Did you all get your paper with a pen? And a, a, there's a small piece of paper and a large piece of paper and an envelope and a pen. Did you all get one? If not, there we have them out in the hallway, I hope. And now, here's what you're going to do on the small piece of paper. Yeah, cut, yeah, cut some in half. Just cut some in half. Or tear them in half. It's not, we're going to burn them in a second. <laughs> I don't think we need to be concerned with how, how perfect they are. On the small piece of paper, we're clear on that. The small piece of paper, what I would like is if we would write down our blessings. As you can think of it. To write down what you know to be a blessing in your life. Uh-huh. Because we're going to take those down and put them in the burning bowl. And let the smoke from that go out into the universe to bestow more blessings for you and the universe. Paul, are you not playing along? No. Okay. <laughs> you can't write, just write, I am blessed on a piece of paper. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> God doesn't need a great big list. But on, this, on the small paper. Yeah. Somebody's going to come down there with the big paper and put it in the thing. I know. I played this game. <laughs> and so, but to look at, the, so you write your blessings down. And when you feel you have put down sufficient, come downstairs and see me on the sidewalk. And we're going to offer this over to the fire to let your sphere be cleansed with your realization of being a blessed individual. What? No, your blessings. Well, no, <laughs> I'm not doing it the old way. Your blessings, isn't that funny? Oh, we laugh, we laugh, we hear things that from 10 years ago. No, write down what you're blessed with. John? Yes? Can you repeat the instructions? On the small piece of paper, <laughs> write down your blessings. What's good in your life? What do you want to multiply? What's already present, but you would you're open and willing to seeing even more of? Yeah, you know, I don't do what's wrong with your life, what you want to get rid of, because people come down there and they hurl that paper into the fire. And you know what they do? They carry their misery back up the steps with them. Because burning that thing doesn't make a bit of difference if it's sticking in your mind. That's why I say, write down how you are blessed. Write down what's so good in your life today, what you're grateful for. And let's let that, the smoke from that, permeate the world. Clear?
Okay, friends, let's take a minute. So go ahead, sit back down, and Reverend Sean would like you to just take a moment and go go within. Think about what you've just what you've just done, all the blessings you've released out into the smoke that are covering the rest of the universe, reminding us as we catch our breath from climbing the stairs. I just want to be breathless. So take a moment, be still. Let's go ahead and close our eyes and just give thanks that the blessings that we have sent out to the universe are the blessings of all of us because there's only one of us here. Let's be still. <laughs> David has written another song that is perfect for today. And so let's all uh, pay attention. Everybody's searching for something they think they're missing. Could be money, could be fame, or someone to be kissing. Wanting, needing, begging, pleading, searching everywhere. Everything you do is just a prayer. Inside us there's an empty space. A dream. It seems life tries to kill it, but somehow we keep moving on in hopes of getting there. Every dream we dream is just a prayer. And we live in lives that lack, and somehow think that life is real. And we're so afraid of failure, but we're more afraid to fear. Holding back and holding on, we fight and struggle to survive. But in trying to control life, we forget that we're alive. So when people buy a ticket to a movie or a show, or go to church on Sunday, it's cause deep inside they know there's more to life than striving to. There's love in everything we see, an endless possibility to love and live, to hope and dream, to think, to feel, to care. So every time we're wanting more, there's one true fact we can't ignore, the things we're really praying for are the answer to our prayer. Beautiful. David Friedman, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. This, <laughs> so this next part, 
to take the big piece of paper. There could be two things. The envelope, well, it would be lovely if you would address that to yourself. Uh, and then the big piece of paper, I want you to date it, December 1st, 2024. Because what you're imagining, what you're looking for a hit on right now is, it is now December 1st, 2024. Are we hearing me? You hear me? Yep. Yeah. Well, I don't know that she did. <laughs> Ashley, do you know what we're doing? Yes. Okay. And so with that, you're already in a future that is now. You have choices here. It could your paper could be as simple as thank you. <laughs> But I don't limit that to you. <laughs> if you can envision December 1st, 2024, that it's not just a bunch of affirmations, oh, I hope, I hope, I hope, but that you vision, you can see that December 1st, 2024, then write down what you're giving thanks for. How do you see? What do you see? Who do you see? What are you feeling? What is yours already, even though way back in uh, December 31st, uh, 2023, you didn't know how it could come about. But today, you know, at this moment, you know that it has come about somewhere between now and all the nows by December 1st, 2024. Are there any questions? Does this make sense? So when you are complete with this, fold it, put it into your envelope that you have addressed to yourself, and then put it in this basket up here. Does that work for you? Sure. Questions before I go do mine? Something Sean said earlier that I wrote down was um, sometimes, uh, you know, our co-ministers are all different, right? We've often in this in this uh, assembly we've reached out to each other to pray or just to take away a thought. So I um, have been given the blessing of letting you know that David and Sean have left the building. Uh huh. Yes. Well, it's not a surprise. We are, after all, dramatic people. <laughs> so, right? They know how to make an entrance, and they know how to make an exit. <clears throat> so, um, I've been sitting here with that secret this whole time, being very nervous about how I can handle this. But when I'm, ch when I'm a chaplain or a platform, I... I I always say before I go up, let me be a channel. And that's something I learned from, from Sean many years ago. To let me be a channel. Sorry, you can't see me over there. Um, and sometimes our co-ministers are people that have adopted dogs from me. As you know, that's a big passion of mine in Garrett's. And the people that adopted Snowy and Lacey, now she's named Shelby, and she's continually told to drink the juice, by the way. Um, uh. Yeah, thank you. Um, <laughs> The, um, <laughs> the, the gays always get it. It's Jim Magnolia. Yes, thank you. 
So the the um, the fun thing is, is one of the adopters, one of the mommies, is um, we have so much in alignment, and I just love it. And she posted something yesterday. Said, you know what? I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to find a way to put this into the service tomorrow because I knew I was going to be doing something different, and I wasn't going to be doing the opening prayer. And I didn't know how it was going to work, but now I realize with what Sean tasked me with, this is the perfect thing to read, and I'd like to share it with you. The mission is to come home to ourselves. It's to find peace in our thoughts, to find people who will do the healing work with us. The mission is to see all of ourselves and to have the courage, I'm pulling a Teresa here, to have the courage to move into the light and trust that the light and the right people will join us there. The mission is to forgive the others who created the wounding or contributed to it and to take responsibility for moving through it and transforming it into service for self and others. I'm going to repeat that last line because it's so important and it's so much what we teach here at Unity, that it's, it's our relationship with God, our God self, that is the requirement to take responsibility for moving through it and transforming it into service for self and others. Does this resonate with you? Yeah. It sure resonated with me. And I just love how spirit works. That this showed up from her yesterday, and I went, wow. Somebody I only know because I adopted dogs to her. Spirit is amazing. So Sean has left a gift for y'all. And what I'm going to do now is I'm going to lead you in our prayer for prosperity. <laughs> I'm going to wait a second because now I see what they are. I, <clears throat> I am going to lead you in our prayer for prosperity because now is the time of our sacred exchange. So if you have been spiritually fed here, and if you're going to continue to be spiritually fed here, which I hope you will, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to go ahead and place your, uh, your offering in your envelope. Let's hold it over our hearts and we'll say our prayer of prosperity together, which is, which is divine love flowing through me blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give, and all that I receive. And so I'm going to ask you to come on up and place your offering in here, and you can take a prayer, and you can then also take a gift from Sean. Okay? And then I'm going to have Nancy, uh, not sorry, Nancy, Betsy do some announcements after that. So go ahead and make your way on up, and just take your gift from Sean. Oh my God, I love it. All right, I invite you to come up, take your button, you're just gonna say something different. And you feel, feel free to take a prayer over there as well. There'll be more singing, don't worry, Deb. He left the building, but his voice is still <laughs> omnipresent. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. 
<laughs> Yours doesn't make any noise. Oh, oh. 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 Can I ask you to come on up and help me bless the offering and then we'll let you do the announcements? Yes, you don't. You want to take a prayer too? They get one. No. Oh. Oh, for Josh. Okay. Well, why don't you wait till later because you don't know what it's going to be. Are we all set? We're going to bless the offering first. Okay, and we're going to just take a moment. Let's not press any more buttons. We're going to wait for it to be still. Well, that's all right. It'll stop on its own. Don't press it anymore. All right. Okay, let's just take a moment. Bless our offering. Do you want to do the blessing, Betsy? Sure. Taking a deep breath, we, we thank Spirit for this generous offering to help our community to thrive. When we give to unity, we give to ourselves. We thank everyone for being here, and we thank God for this wonderful community. Amen. Amen. All right, Betsy, do you need to take a prayer, and I'll take a prayer. All right, let's see. What, what does yours say? Says love, 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 love. <laughs> theme. Mine says, "Spirit, me, tell me what to think of this." I like that. 